Amen. In continuation um, of our series on the second coming of the church, I stopped at the satanic strategies, looking at um, the satanic strategies or a satanic strategy causing people to fall into the snare of false prophets and teachers. And I was bringing a concept from man that looking at man, man by nature, um, there is something they call the critical law of critical mass. Man must eat. Um, man must eat. So, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 9, the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. And good for food. So, man had food. And also, because every man in growing up for survival, you must first of all eat, look for food to eat. Before you now start talking about companion, it is when you have food that you now start talking about a helpmate or a companion, then that need begins to come because God also said in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, for the Lord God said it is not good for the man to be alone. Man having food, having all the food that he required and um, growing, eating and eating and eating, going around, staying with animals. It wasn't the companionship that the order of man, the, 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 the makeup of man wanted. And he said, the Lord God, uh, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and the birds in the sky. He brought them to man to see if he could name them. He named all of them. But God also um, said... Uh, uh, if you read down it says but for Adam no suitable helper was found so the Lord caused man to fall into a deep sleep and took his bone from the woman so the second level is companionship help me the woman not a fellow man uh, as the order has changed people who find companionship in their fellow men is out of order is out of the natural order i remember what we used to call it in school as an offense it was called unnatural act and then the next need is when man begins to think family he begins to think family in um, nuclear family and then he goes out to associates nuclear family like you and your wife procreating, having children, and then extended family, and then associates. Man begins to grow to a point where he needs friends, um, colleagues, um, what we call associates. So, but when man eats the fruits of the knowledge of good and evil, which is a dimension of death, that is what death stands for. The tree that carries all concerning Antichrist, uh, 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 death crept in. God's way for man's glory, God's way for man's uh, um, um, glory was not through the knowledge of good and evil. Man was not made to 
um, strive or made to um, develop from the knowledge of good and evil. But along the line, there was a fall, which was recorded in Genesis chapter 3. And then man began to have different ideas of surviving food, how to get food. Um, man began to find different ideas of, of companionship, what companionship now became, what family now became, what having friendship now turned out to be. You know, remember the story of Cain and Abel, how Cain killed his brother, all in the name of, I want to be the one that will do what is pleasing before God. Born out of death, born out of the knowledge of good and evil. And from then we began to see family life, um, in crisis we began to see all kinds of uh, um, error from family life people with different concepts of having uh, 1000 wives 200 wives keeping men as their companion people with the idea of what's the need for children people with the idea of I have need for food I'm never satisfied and all that when the knowledge of good and evil uh, uh, um, was, was what Adam um, the knowledge of good and evil crept into the earth for man to live by it became a problem and so i've taken us to the root where the teaching when jesus came he said i've come to give you life that you may have it abundantly jesus represents the tree of life jesus represents the tree of life now when man ate from the knowledge of the from the from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil all kinds of means all kinds of means it was an advantage for the devil to determine uh, the destinies of some men not mine or yours because we have the Lord and so the tendency the hunger to go into dimensions of darkness became a norm it was very easy for a man, uh, even as, as, as we speak today, for a man who has problem to go to anywhere. He feels that, look, I need to survive. Is that a survival thing? So if that dimension of death resides in you or resides in man, it's very easy for that man. Imagine a man who's been looking for the fruit of the womb. I mean, a couple. And they've been to all types of churches. You run to redeem today. And you say, no, 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 those guys are not even. And somebody tells you, in the spirit of love, in quotes, ha, they don't know what they're doing. Come, let's go to this mountain somewhere in Ocean State. Or tomorrow they say, let's go to Benin. Or next Wednesday, let's go to India. Different things. They tell you all kinds of things. And then in that desperation, in that desperation of family life, I need to have my own family. Of course, it's good for that hunger to be there. It's a need for every human being. Then they run and begin to, you know, that if, if that becomes the foundation, they get into dimensions of darkness. They fall into false prophecy. They fall into false teaching. They fall into error. And salvation becomes... I, it becomes a thing, you know, like that, that is very difficult to grasp. Or you see people who are trying to survive. There's no money to deal with issues. 
or they just have this insatiable you know desire in them to become the richest or the wealthiest or to have the best things in this world and so what do they do they go around looking for means of achieving them Many people who joined secret society joined as a result of issues. And today, many people who joined all kinds of cults, even when their cult church is joined as a result of issues, and how to survive. It's a survival game. Salvation is not measured with material things, but today, our concept of salvation is on material things. So once the material things are in place, you are a blessed man. No matter where you go to. And so even the devil has been so wise that he sees that, oh, the world is stigmatizing the way you, you know, dress as a prophet or maybe a, a, an evangelist. Jesus said it. Beware of false prophets who go around in sheep clothing. Sheep clothing. But they are ferocious wolves. So in packaging, they can be very good at it. In such a way that the world would embrace it quickly. And say, this is the way of the Lord. But he said, by their fruit, you shall know them. And that fruit, like I, 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 I had a quick laugh in part one is the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, death. What they produce every time is death. There's no commitment to God in the actual sense. I pray for you this morning that may you never be swallowed by your troubles in life in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you never be swallowed by your troubles that will lead you to to a cycle of death in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let the veil be removed. Let distractions be consumed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Enough of this distraction of false prophecies. Enough of this distraction of miracles. Enough of this distraction of of, uh, a million people crying out for money. And when it's time to pray for people to receive rain of miracles for babies. And enough of it. These are distractions. I consider it a distraction when I'm going through troubles and somebody tells me I'm going to deal with you, I will make sure I use all my connection to bring you down. And then you begin, some people begin to suggest to you, why don't you go and see this person? Why don't you go and fall to this person? May God forbid in your life that somebody will suggest to you that you walk into darkness without knowing. And then you find it difficult to come out. It's a lot of distraction. Distraction of becoming the best in society. Distraction of having the best cars. Distraction of building mansions. Distraction! So many of it! And that's why people don't focus in in, in services anymore. It's always about the next big thing that everybody will see and say, Wow! What a successful man or a successful lady. Why should we dwell there and not see what God is showing us? It's a lot of distraction and my heart cry every day is, God, I'm so distracted. I'm so distracted. Distracted with issues. Distracted with trouble. 
And that's why I pray to him. Will this trouble define me? Where is he taking me to? Why are people calling me? Do they want me to? If this distraction will make me lose salvation, it is not, where are you, oh God? This cannot continue. The time of ignorance is over. The time to advance the kingdom of God by the second coming of the church is now. It is time to tarry again for the final outpouring. It is time to demonstrate the power of God, not the noise-making or gimmicks that we see in the church. It is time to display the manifold wisdom of God. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He was a forerunner. My next part is to define patterns. And then we'll begin to take that text, to take that text of the mountain of the lost house. I just laid this backdrop for us to know that we cannot be in that comfort zone of distraction, be in that comfort zone of what's the next thing, two ways to become a beautiful wife, 10 ways to get your husband now, I must get married this year, I must build my house this year, I must travel abroad this year. These are distractions, my brothers and sisters. What do you know about what God is doing? Distractions everywhere. Just to lay that backdrop, we have dwelt so much on last day prophets and we begin to dissect them that this man is always talking about money this one is always talking about this and then the person who is saying it is not even speaking from the point of revelation it's because we have seen materialism everywhere it's just an issue of bring this one down and climb up what makes you think that criticizing the uh, pastor a for money means that you who is pastor b is not even after money you see people destroying breaking and then you wonder what is the right thing where is the mountain of the lord's house that will be above every mountain that people will say ah we have looked for money for so long we have all that the world has given us but we don't have peace that is the place of peace come let us go to that mountain nations will begin to surrender their plow instead of fighting killing each other Yorubas after houses, houses after Igbos, always talking about something. There is always this thing about distrust in our midst. When are we going to drop it and say that is the mountain? That's my message. We're going to start looking at patterns. What the mountain looks like or what does it represent are the patterns that lead to the second coming of the church. Why there's a second? Some people will say, What's the meaning of second coming of the church? Is this not a heresy? Follow me. By the time we finish it, you understand that that is what we should be looking forward to and what we should, our heart should be, should be channeled to. God bless you this morning. Amen.